my beloved daughter Tsekhofatsu. Happy 12th birthday, baby girl. You are about to be a teenager. This is amazing. I hope that you are being treated well and that your birthday is special. You remember last year, I told you that I have a lawyer who might help me get out of prison? Well, we started working on things and they are turning out to be more difficult than we thought. But there is a reason to have hope. I dream of the day I get to see you again and make up for all the lost time. I can't wait for that day. I can't wait. I miss you and I still love you. I won't forget you. Love, your beloved dad. Tsakhofadzo looked forward to seeing Mulakleri. She was counting down the days left until the next visit. When she was at school, all that she could think of was her father. She was living through her new normal, where a father exists in her life. She no longer had to place her grandfather into the role of father. It felt strange. A good strange. Tsarufatsa wanted to find a way of thanking the people who had taken care of her father in prison. To her, these people contributed towards her father being the good man that she is getting to know. So she bought chocolates that she will give the different prison staff that she interacts with when she arrives at the prison. Each prison staff member that she gives the gift to is grateful. Such a simple gift brought them the greatest of joy. It reminds them that their work is not in vain. Their kindness and professionalism is seen by those they serve. Tsakhofadzo feels a sense of pride as she gives her last chocolate to the prison warden that accompanies her to the visiting room. Good afternoon, Papa, greets Tsakhofadz. Mulatlech is caught off guard with her calling him Papa. It was the first time that this happens. Mulatlech decides to play it cool by not highlighting that she called him Papa. Ah, you have a smile on your face. It's beautiful, comments Mulatlech. I feel happy. I was given the staff members chocolate as a way of thanking them for taking care of you. I don't take this for granted. The fact that I get to see you and spend time with you after so many years is a gift I did nothing to earn, reflects Tsakhofat. Ah, having a heart for people is something your mom always had. Empathy is one of the highest moral values any person can have. That makes me proud as your father, encourages Mulatlikh. Thank you. Sometimes I feel lame for being a person that cares for others like this. It's not the popular thing to do, says Tsukhofatsu. Caring for others is never lame. And if it were lame, you probably got the lameness from me. Some would say caring for others is what got me caught in the end, adds Mlatlik. How? asked Tsukhofatsu. Ah, Macbergville is a really small town, but it still had the same problems that big cities have. Many single parents, few of them being single dads. So me being a single father of a toddler spread like wildfire in the town. I was a small town celebrity, with people trying to meet me and see for themselves if the rumors are true. So I can tell people that I'm a child star, says Tsukhofatsu, laughing at her own joke. Oh wow, you, you thought that was funny, says a sarcastic Bonatlik. Yes, I do. I have a good sense of humor, right? Asked Tsekhofat. Um, let's just say you got that from your mama, <laughs> replies the laughing Mulatlik. 
you know what? Just continue with your story. Okay, okay, where? So where was I? Oh, I was a celebrity. They even started talking about me on the local radio. My teaching methods were bringing interesting results. So a radio profile was done about me being a good teacher. I declined to speak on the radio as I wanted to keep a low profile. But for a while, it worked. Until one of my students, Maandla Matlingos, killed it with his mass results in the matric finals. ACBC sent our whole camera crew to McBurgville to interview him. I managed to get out of being interviewed by the reporters, but somehow, in one of their shots, I appeared in the background, explains Mulatlikh. Is that how you were caught? Really? Tsekhofato sounded disappointed by where the story was going to end. My last afternoon with you was spent at the park. We shared a magnum classic on the walk back home. I noticed police vans at the school, but I paid it no mind. Instead, when we got home, I started changing your nappy and prepared you for bed. Thereafter, I started to make supper. Before I could start eating, I had a knock at the door. I opened the door and it was the police with your grandparents. They asked me where you were and I told them you were sleeping. The police said that I was being arrested for kidnapping you. I begged them to allow me to say goodbye to you and for them to not drag me in handcuffs in front of you. They agreed and, and I went to your makeshift crib kissed you on the forehead and told you that everything was going to be alright, explains Mnatlikh. Was that the last time you saw me? asked Tsekhofatsu. Yes. Was it all worth it? Did you regret everything? asked Tsekhofatsu. Yes, it was. We spent close to a year together. In the back of my mind, I thought, I would have been caught after one day. It was all worth it. I wanted to be your father, and I wanted to be the kind of father that was present, active, and one who loved you. But I don't remember any of these things. It feels like you risked everything for memories that would never stick in my mind, explains a regretful Tsukhofat. These stories were great for her to listen to, but they saddened her because she could not remember any of it. I think this journey was important to me. If I accepted what your grandparents were trying to do by isolating and keeping you from me, I would have failed you and your mother. I would have confirmed every bad thing your grandfather saw in me. And I would have continued the generational stereotype that Mulefa men are never good fathers, explains Mulatlikh. You are a good father, and I love you. I love you for what you did then and for what you are doing now, says Tsekhofatsu, brimming with pride. Mulatlikh is tearing up as he hears what Tsekhofatsu was saying to him. I love you too, my beloved daughter, replies Mulatlikh. There's a period of silence as father and daughter process the moment and its meaning. Warren Maluleka comes into the room to notify them that there's only one minute left. This reminder helps Tsukhofatsu to remember a task she was given.
So next week after our session, my grandparents want to meet you, but they're scared that you may not want to see them. So they asked me to ask you. Tsekhofata knew she was asking a lot of her father, especially knowing a bit about their issues with each other. I'll see them, if that is what you want me to do, replies Mlatlik. This is what I want. As Tsekhofata went home, Mlatlik stole a moment to speak to Pearl about what Tsekhofata requested. He shared his fears that this may not be the best decision, but he didn't want to say no to his daughter. Pearl commits to him that she will be present in that meeting to provide him moral support as well as be a witness if anything goes wrong. Pearl's promise put Munatlech at ease with the upcoming meeting with Tsekhofato's grandparents. <laughs>